What up, JG3 Nation? This is JG3, James Golden, off-the-cuff-style podcast right here with the sole intent of getting you up off your ass and leveling up. You can watch me as I'm on my journey. I'd love to watch you on yours. We're going to level up together. Do it as a fam, right? Do it as the fam. You saw the title of this podcast. Very interesting. Very interesting title, wasn't it? And I tell you why it's interesting is because we've all heard that phrase. What's the phrase? The glass is either half empty or it's half full. Okay? We've heard it time and time again. We've heard it when we're describing other people. You know, oh, that, that guy Bob over there, man, he's, he's a glass, glass, uh, glass full, half full type of guy, man. He's ready to go. He's always eager to, to look to the future, take, take things head on. You know, excited about what's up and coming, all that good stuff. Then you have the other side of that, right? Like, man, that Bob, dude, he's hard to even talk to, man. He's such a pessimist. All he does is see the negative in things, you know. Doesn't understand that by thinking positively, you know, it can have a a great effect on you. You know, he's, he's a pessimist. Everything, the world's out to get him, blah, blah, blah. Okay, boom. I get that cleared up. I get it out of the way. You get it. I get it. We've all heard it. No need to gripe on it any further. But what if, that's the point of my podcast today, what if there was a whole nother way to approach glass half empty, glass half full? What if? Well, I'll tell you what. I recently finished a book called Relentless by Mr. Tim Grover. For those, that you, don't, for those of you that don't know, he runs Attack Athletics. He's a, he's a great author, speaker. He's got some coaching programs. That's what he's up to these days. He trains elite athletes. And I'm not talking just about physical, okay? It's easy for a trainer to kind of work with somebody on the physical aspects of their game and things like that. This man right here, in my opinion, based on what I know, has really put together an amazing mental toughness program. All right? And how do I know? Because of two, three of his top clients, that's Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade. All three killers. This guy talks about coolers, closers, and cleaners. I'm going to leave that for another conversation or for you to go pick up the guy's book and read it yourself. All right? I've read it. If you've read it, hit me up. We can talk about it. There's some really cool stuff in there. But with that said, you know, we talk about your network as your net worth a lot of times, right? I say this all the time. Part of leveling up is leveling up that circle. And for what reason? Okay, shouldn't be from the selfish perspective of trying to upsell people. Shit, man, I've talked about this before. I just accepted probably 30, 40. You know, I got a lot of people hitting me up these days in the friend request, which is flattering, number one. I love seeing all the shared mutual connections. I try to do my due diligence and take a look at your profile, what you've been up to, you know, to see if that might match up with my core values and, and what I would love to accept in my circle, right? But... I don't really know until there's a, uh, a transaction, which is a conversation or I'm seeing posts. But anyway, had some dude hit me up with the old, the old infamous hello. 
you know, accept the friend request based on some of you guys, man, you got to pay attention to your damn who you're accepting. Okay. And I'm, I'm just as guilty. Sometimes I get it, but I'm relying on y'all, man. Y'all are my circle out there. If someone says we got a hundred shared connections, what I don't expect is what I just got. Anyway, it's hello. And at this point, I know it's coming. So I just say, hey, what's up? Do you invest in Bitcoin or have you ever invested in Bitcoin? And right there, I'm turned off. And it's not because of Bitcoin at all. It has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Matter of fact, I do invest in Bitcoin a little bit. I like Bitcoin. I'm interested to see where this thing goes. I'm absolutely open to things, okay? The problem is I don't know you. I accepted a friend request, and instead of trying to get to know me or add value to my day, hey, James, thanks for the connection, fist bump. Then maybe three, four, five days from now, hey, what's up, James, great post. Three, four, five days later, hey, James, really appreciate the post today. Here's how it helped me. You know, whatever it is, you get the idea. You start to generate a relationship. You start coming out with the fucking Bitcoin shit, man. You could have came out with came out with anything at that point. I'm I'm already turned off. That's my point here. So, the network, network, net worth, all that good stuff. Again, the reason you do this is because you need to be around and and centered around like-minded people. You know, and sometimes you don't know like very intimately all of the like-minded people. But social media is a pretty powerful thing, man. When you connect there, you can see each other's posts, you can have dialogue. You know, a fist bump goes a long way. When somebody hooks me up with one of those that I see consistently, it tells me all that all that tells me is, hey man, I'm I'm paying attention. Because I do the same thing. I fist bump, I like, I add value, I add comments. I'm trying to do that as much as I can. You know, because I understand I want I want people that I vibe with to know that I care about what they're up to and what they're doing. I recommend them on my podcast, I throw them out there, all that good stuff. And sometimes these people, like-minded, they're going to be people you look up to. You haven't had a chance to meet. They're five, six, seven, ten levels above you. It doesn't matter. It's amazing with social and audiobooks and, and, and personal development how you can become a part of someone's circle without even really stepping through their door. This is just another way. So, Tim Grover, the book Relentless. There's a line in there. And when I read it, immediately I put the book down almost and said, man, I've been fucking thinking this way for for years. I've been saying the same thing. And here's somebody else. Granted, they got more clout than JG3. You know, I'm I'm nobody yet. I'm cool with that. I'm just out here doing my thing. I'm here to do this for the long haul and make my gains day by day. Because just like Tim Grover, you got to start somewhere. You know, this dude hit up the Chicago Bulls, just had the balls to put himself out there time and time and time again until finally somebody said Michael Jordan's looking for a new trainer now he didn't know that was going to be the jackpot back then and even even when you get that type of a client you still got to put in the work you got to prove yourself nothing is ever gifted or guaranteed to you anyway with that said the quote or the line in his book is something along the lines of this. Whether you're talking about the glass half full or the glass half empty, it's irrelevant. Throw that mindset out the way. Who gives a fuck? And the reason being is, for me, when you say half full or half empty, that means you're on the fence. It means you're trying to make a decision. You don't know which way to go. Just like a lot of these political, and I'm not trying to get political here, but how many times have you heard every fucking four years during a political situation. This last one with Trump was probably the biggest, right? 
There was people scared shitless to say they were voting for Trump. Why? Because they didn't want the backlash that was going to come with it. Who really cares is my my opinion, my, my, my point on who you're voting for. Okay? Quit trying to tell me you're on the fence. There are very, very, very few times in my life where I'm on the fence on anything. Matter of fact, I, I can't even really, I can't, I don't have an example for you of what I would be on the fence about. You know, a fucking taco or chalupa at Taco Bell, maybe. I, I don't really know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Pepperoni or I'm just going to roll with cheese today. Hmm. You know what? Give me both. Put, put, put pep on half and cheese on the other half. I'll take it both ways. So, what I'm really trying to get at here. What if it's not about the glass being half full or half empty? What if that is not really about pessim, uh, being pessimistic or optimistic? You know, again, those are fucking labels, man. Everyone out there is trying to label somebody for something. And I just get tired of it. I'm tired of the labels, people. I just really am. If you have to go to a spot where you have to find a way to label yourself constantly, you know, the reality is we're probably not going to be boys. I mean, it, it just is what it is, I guess. I mean, I just don't have time for that. I don't like to be put in boxes. I don't put other people in boxes. I don't see people as a label. I see people for who they are or what they are. You know what I'm saying? Not some label that they give themselves. And this is another great example. So, for me, here it is. What if there's just something in the glass? Period. Do you have something in the damn glass at all? Half full, half empty. I don't give a shit. Is there anything in it? Is there bourbon in it? Is there milk in it? Orange juice, lemonade, a cup of fucking tea, some grape juice, a wine. I don't really care what's in it. Do you have anything in the glass? And if you do, do you like it? If you took a taste of it, are you enjoying it? Is it flavorful? Does it give you goosebumps? Does it make you want another glass? Are you ready to just dump that shit out? You tried it, didn't like it. You're ready to throw it back and go get another one. And that's what this is all about. We're talking about choices. We're talking about opportunities. We're talking about situations that arise in everyday life. Some are big, some are small. Okay? And instead of looking at it through the lens of just being optimistic or pessimistic, just, is there anything in the damn glass at all? So, let's check out an example, you know. Let's say you are faced with an opportunity. Maybe that opportunity is uh, becoming a board member. Here we go. Maybe you've been, um, you know, within your community and someone knocked on the door and said, hey, we'd really love for you to fill a board seat for us. We see what you're up to and what you're doing. You want to be on the board and help us out. And maybe you've had a passion and desire for volunteering, and this is a good way for you to do that. But you take a look at the organization and say, you know what? Core values don't really line up. Mission doesn't really line up. You know, um, I'm not really sure how I can add my skill set with my skill sets, add value or receive value. It should be a give and take in a lot of situations, folks. Okay. It's absolutely okay to go volunteer or to go help out, you know, with the expectation of you getting something in return as well. And I'm not talking about monetary or money or anything like that. You know, if you have a, a desire to help out and give back, that's because your actions are fulfilling you, right? So, that's what I'm saying here. So instead of riding the fence and doing the whole 
friggin' this, that, and the other. It's not about being optimistic or pessimistic here. Glass half empty, glass half full. Just is there anything in the damn thing? Does that resonate with you at all? If it lines up with your core values and your, and your mission and what you're looking to achieve and you can benefit and they can benefit from you, then go all in and do it. Move on. If not, move on. Maybe you had some bourbon in the glass and you tasted it and you hated it and you threw it out. Now you're going to go try some vodka. You don't like Shiraz, so you're going to go try a Cabernet. You don't like dry wines, you're going to go try some sweet wines. You get the idea here. So it's about trying things, right? But it's not about being half empty and half full, man. It's not about riding the fence. A lot of you are scared to make decisions is what this is all about as well. Scared to make a damn decision. We saw that in the previous election. You're going to see it again in this election. A lot of people out there were scared to, you know, publicly say, yeah, I'm supporting Trump. So much media, you know, biases out there for and against all parties, right? I'm not here to get political at all. I'm just saying, if you think one way, go all in. Own it. Tell people why. Explain who you are, what it's all about. What are you scared of? You're scared of your fucking neighbor looking at you wrong? Or your kid's teacher not supporting your decision? <laughs> you know, I mean, your boss? I, I don't know what it is about this stuff, man. You know, you can choose to remain quiet, by the way, but you're trying to get involved in the conversations at the water cooler and everywhere else. Like, oh, I just don't know. Well, there's things about Trump that I do like, and there's things about, you know, Obama or whoever else it is. It doesn't matter. Make a decision to move forward. You're allowed to like both sides of the table, too, by the way. I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that. If you look at political parties, I can tell you there are uh, viewpoints on both sides of the table that I, I can identify with and agree with. But remember, I don't like labels. So I don't like to say, hey, I'm a Republican or, hey, I'm a Democrat. What I will tell you is I am not on the fence ever, never on the damn fence, and I'm not an independent. I will pick a party line because that's what I'm, those are my choices moving forward. That's pretty much what I've got. That's the system right now. The system presents me with two candidates that represent two parties, and that party represents certain ideals and issues at the moment, at the time, to best leverage it and put their candidate in a position to win. Okay? That's the reality of American politics. That's what it's all about. It's a popularity race. I say it all the time. All you got to do is go back to the days in middle school or high school where you're running for class president. It's a bunch of glorified shit that's not going to get done for the most part anyway. So, if you want to vote, vote. If you don't want to vote, don't vote. But quit trying to be glass half full or half empty, pessimist, optimist. I, I get some of that stuff. Riding the fence. I mean, just make a damn decision. Please. Help the rest of us out and make a decision. I'm trying to do a better job of that in my day-to-day -day life. Here's a great example. You know, you're in the car with five kids and it's like, you know, you know, you know you're going out to eat. But no one knows where you're going to eat. Make a decision. Somebody make a damn decision. It's a menu. There's food on it. There's probably something there you're going to, you're going to eat and be fine with. 
you right? Out of the out of the seven people in the car, you know, five are gonna be pissed. One's gonna be excited. The other one's gonna be like so-so, <laughs> right? That's the that's the way it works. You know, every time you start introducing all these choices, you know, and that's something as a parent that I've always done. You know, I mean, I want my kids to be involved in the conversation. I want them to be able to make decisions. So I give them opportunities to have input, but ultimately let them know that I'm making the decision, you know, and then they're usually cool with it. So think about that a little bit today on this podcast. Is your glass half full or is your glass half empty? What if you just thought of it this way? Does my glass have a damn thing in it? Whether it's a drop or it's full, what's in it? Is my tank full and I'm ready to roll or am I on empty? If I'm not liking what's in the glass, my advice, if you're not liking what's in the glass, my advice is to pitch it and find another one, okay? If you like what's in there, go get your ass some more. Keep filling that damn thing up. That's it. Hopefully this makes some sense. If you like this podcast, you know, holler at me. Hook me up with a uh, with the like review. I get it. A lot of you want to, uh, you know, not comfortable with writing your reviews, posting reviews, no worries, no problem. Maybe hit the share button. Or when you're out and about, maybe just uh, give it a mention. I would appreciate it. Helping me helps you, helps all of us. Some good stuff, man. Thanks for the time today. Until the next one.